right, let's get KJ on here. KJ. Hey, what's happening? Hey, what's going on, man? <laughs> Just getting it done. Getting it done. How are you guys today? Doing good, man. Can't complain. Yeah, sorry about the uh, difficulties. I got a dog here right now that I'm trying to keep <laughs> simplified a little bit. So, All good. Your world. All right, KJ. Uh, really appreciate you coming on, man. Uh, welcome to Johnny Radio. Um, so normally we have a lot of um, different uh, media podcasts, just uh, people coming on, just uh, giving their own shit, like talking about their background and all that. But with you, um, we have been a big fans for Watch Media for a long time, and obviously, too much dip and all that your podcast you got going on right now. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna talk sports for a little bit. That works. <laughs> <laughs> and before we get too much into it, how pissed off are you at the Cowboys slash the University of Texas? So with college football, with with college football and UT. Um, let's start there. Uh, I would say, you know, it's, it's for me personally, growing up in Texas, uh, <laughs> you know, I've always watched the game kind of from a third party position. My brother was a huge UT fan. I never really had a dog in the fight. Uh, for some reason I gravitated towards the Florida state Miami rivalry as a kid, sure. you know, wide rights, wide lefts. That was always a huge, <clears throat> a huge, huge part of my youth, like watching that, uh, rivalry, but I loved the concept of, I mean, I can go like a corn dog, ride a Ferris wheel, and then watch this game like all in the same day. Like that sounds dope <laughs> as hell. Um, so it's always been a huge spectacle. It's a big thing here in the Dallas area, but watching the game on Saturday, um, <clears throat> I certainly pull for Texas to win. Uh, you can just say how much you hated the game. It was just such a bad performance. I, was, <laughs> I don't know what else you would expect from a quarterback <laughs> like Sam Ellinger. Oh, there we go. Um, we got that shots fired there. Yeah, I mean, I I've never had much faith in him as like a throwing quarterback. That's not fair. That, not that he's not a capable college quarterback. Like he is a winner, and he's you know busts his ass. He works hard. He cares a lot. <laughs> Um, I think there was one announcer a couple weeks ago that said, Sam sometimes just wants it so much. He is inaccurate. I'm like, that makes no fucking sense. <laughs> uh, and that's the kind of shit he gets away with. And that drives me nuts. So I, I wanted Texas to pull this one out. If for no other reason to have a little bit of chaos and to continue burying OU in the big 12. Um, so it was a good game to watch. Gus Johnson's always good on the call. Mm -hmm. Not a big Joel Clatt guy, but, uh, you know, I'm glad that uh, glad it was entertaining. It sucks for it to turn out like that for how hard Texas actually hung in the game. All right, let's talk about you a little bit because yeah. because you obviously so back in the day, and I don't know how old you are right now, but you played for SMU football, right? Yes. And to clarify, I'm not 39, as I tweeted out, and there are too many people <laughs> believe that I'm actually 39. I was really just watching The Bachelorette. Uh, <laughs> But no, no I, I just recently turned 34. So uh, it's been, you know, probably give or take 10 years or so. Um, a little less than that. All right. So uh, give us a little bit of background on that, just like how that came about. And I mean, obviously you're from Arlington, so you're from yeah. the areas. So. Yeah. So I, I grew up in Arlington uh, between Dallas and Fort Worth. Um, as a freshman coming at, or coming out of high school, I should say, I was, I was decently recruited. Nothing special. I think mm -hmm. at that time, Rivals – and uh, Rivals was really it at the time. Mm 
right really taken off like you know and i graduated high school in 05 youtube started in 05 so like having your highlight reels like wide spread <laughs> out out there was not a thing like you had to still send your vhs tapes out which sounds like mm. archaic at this point but like that was like the last year that existed there was no huddle right. or like salute or soliciting your own offer so long story short i had a few offers colorado was one uh which is tied to my you know disdain for joel clatt um smu was another sure. And then New Mexico was a third. And I ended up going with none of them because everyone was under the impression I'd committed to Colorado who lost their coach, Gary Barnett, due to Joel mm -hmm. competency and lose like 72 to 12 or some shit to Vince Young in the big 12 championship. It was 70 to three. I think 70 uh, to three, even more 70 to three. Yeah. Right. The week before they beat Iowa state and I called right. and all this stuff and then they get fired. And so my commitment and that in those days, like, was in the wind. Like email wasn't even a thing that mm. was like trackable. It was like leaving a voicemail, like somebody uh, send me some money to come. It's literally <laughs> all you got. Yeah. <laughs> so into the, into the recruiting period, I'll make it quick. I basically had the opportunity to go to Texas tech as what was called a preferred walk on. Um, basically, you know, you got to pay your own way or your, your freshman mm. or your fall semester under the handshake agreement that comes springtime or the following year, you'd be put on scholarship. Um, SMU had filled up their 25 slots. New Mexico, a little bit of an embarrassing situation. I uh, had Hank Basket, if you recall, Hank Basket. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. to, uh, uh, Playboy next door, Kendra. Yeah, he was an eagle. That's, that's my and, team. Drew Wilkinson. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Same guy. Uh, so he hosted my visit. Um, and I was not a big high school drinker. I was too, you know, into go to work, do my, you know, school stuff, do football, that crap. And so when they're like, Hey man, what do you want to drink? And I'm like, I don't know. I think I've heard of like Jack and Coke on the radio before, like me, <laughs> Daniels and Dr. Pepper and like drinking for the first time there. And I could not handle a alcohol or B the altitude mm -hmm. mm. up hungover. The next day comes when you're supposed to like say, Oh man, I can't wait to play for you. Rocky long. I couldn't even function in that meeting. So New Mexico was out the door. <laughs> uh, so I had to go to Texas tech, pay my own way my freshman year. Fast forward a little bit. I got injured my spring year. Um, and lo and behold, like if you hear about, uh, Adam James, Craig James son getting mm -hmm. stuck in like, a, a an outdoor shed for me, it wasn't that bad, but I tore my hamstring. They told me I sprained it. I'd actually mm. ruptured it to, uh, rehab it. They had a guy stand on my hamstring to say he was breaking up like, Wait, did they, did they did they tell you that just to be optimistic or were they trying to they just had their heads up their ass like they, they didn't had know, no idea okay. I never got an MRI I never like oh, actually wow. checked out like it was it was <laughs> terrible so I basically went and got a second opinion found out it was worse sure. back and told them hey I need surgery and they they said why'd you get a second opinion so it's like mm -hmm. fuck that I'm out. Yeah, yeah right. And that this is like the whole when everything's coming with Mike Leach right when Well that mm -hmm. happened like 2 years later so two when years that happened later. okay Oh I see how this could happen Right <laughs> Leach, the coaching staff, the people that were there as coaches, for the most part, like Dana Holgerson aside, mm. all, you know, I would never expect them to have been directly involved in what happened with Adam James, but mm. the training staff, 110% called. Okay. Um, anyhow, fast forward, I transferred to SMU because I'd previously been offered and coming out of high school just didn't realize the value of uh, that opportunity. Um, they weren't big. Uh, you know, in 2005 and, and football. And so I was just like, yeah, whatever it's in Dallas, it's too close to home transferred, you know, basically I had to pay my own way for a semester, got on scholarship. We lost uh, our coach, Phil Bennett 
and got June Jones and, you know, the rest was history. My senior year to wrap up that long winded story. Um, my final year of eligibility, basically I opted to say, Hey, I need to go ahead and graduate. Cause we like one, one game, like, <laughs> oh. three games and then six games and didn't get a bowl. And then it was my, my senior year of eligibility there. Right. Now, you know what? I've got a pinched nerve. I'll sit this one out. Let me finish out my 18 hours and get out. And then they go to the Hawaii bowl. Oh, so wow. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a great time. I loved it. SMU was a, a wild experience. Then we felt like we were bringing SMU back and putting mm-hmm. them on the map when they went to the Hawaii bowl. But you know, fast forward nowadays, they're like, Oh, now we're bringing SMU back. So, yeah. Well, I was going to say, because I'm so I, I will say I like to gamble, right? So I'm always looking for teams in college football who just always cover yeah. last year for me. I, I forget who, but I would constantly just hammer them. And so far I've taken, your Mustangs every week and they've covered every week. So they, they got it rolling with Sonny Dykes. I will say this season and they He's finally well. beat Memphis. They finally beat Memphis. And yeah. uh, last week's that was a fun game. So are you a big supporter of SMU still? Like yes. you, your big booster and all that. Yeah. I would not declare myself a booster in that pond to be a booster. Mm. I would not be scratching the surface of the pocket <laughs> uh, there when you've got like the, you know, CEOs of Southwest airlines, like and all that crap. Uh, but but I, I definitely still support them and very positive about the direction of the program. Or Sonny Dykes actually was a wide receiver coach at Texas Tech when I was there. Okay. So that connection is nice to still have. Um, but yeah, I, I still follow closely. Awesome, man. So let's talk about the Dallas Cowboys a little bit. <laughs> and honestly, it's there's a lot of sour shit going on, but like – what do you think about Dak and just the future that he has in Dallas with the Cowboys? Hmm. Do you think – obviously, Jerry Jones says, you know, Dak's our guy. Yeah. Do you, do you honestly think that he's going to be that guy moving on, or is he, like, in a position where he's going to go to another team and make that team really well? I think this it's, – it's strange because it certainly impacts things long-term for Dak from Dak's perspective, mm-hmm. but it doesn't impact things – from the standpoint of like how in the Dallas sports media and, and everyone who I shouldn't say actually knows, but everyone who thinks through the, the, the situation, like it's not going to turn out any differently than it was with the exception of the potential of him coming back and playing and producing at a level to get re-signed for like, you know, half a bill isn't going to happen. You know, you hate to say it. Like you saw like when Drew Brees, like, everything that happened like back in San Diego and then oh, yeah. he went to New Orleans. Right. And then he won that team a championship. Like obviously Dak could put up numbers. I just think like, I don't know if Jerry Jones thinks that Dak is the guy. Oh, you know what I mean? Well, I will say this. He's going to get franchised. That's what will happen for again. Dak. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So he'll get a second franchise, which then will push him to like 38 million. Yeah. Right. So it's ridiculous. He'll yeah. be 69, 70 million over the mm-hmm. two years. Um, so he'll get franchised again, which will be their short-term stopgap. The question is, will he become a Kirk Cousins situation? Exactly. Right. Uh, that That's really the, the scenario that they're worried about playing out. Now, he doesn't seem like that type of personality because I feel like the DC market, similar to Dallas, is very vicious, mm-hmm. but <laughs> they definitely didn't embrace Kirk the way that right. Dallas has Dak. So... Let's say the Cowboys go on to finish with six wins this year. 
and he comes back next year and they don't make the playoffs or proceed like at that point are you really throwing you know 400 million at Dak like yeah I feel, I feel like that's the big question too where people you know, the people are like, well, they should have offered him a con- I mean, they did offer him a long-term contract. They just yeah. couldn't figure out the terms, you know, years and certain amount of money guaranteed and how many you're going to get on the contract on the books per year. But I think to your point, you can't be asking for Patrick Mahomes money when you're not Patrick Mahomes. Like that is a shit ton yeah. of money. You know what I mean? So I think that's where he we like him. We think he's our future, but for $700 million, no shot. Right. I, I, I would say the biggest thing is you'll you it's it's not asking for Patrick Mahomes money as much as like, okay, he sets the market. What's two, three, four, five? What are those quarterbacks getting paid? And if I'm Dak, I need to be somewhere between comparable. Two and two. Right. So that's the issue. Yeah, and, and teams are starting to think like, okay, you have a guy like Ryan Tannehill, right? You have a solid quarterback, you have a good running back. You're not gonna pay all this money for an outstanding running back or quarterback for that that money. And (laughs) you look what happened to Kirk Cousins. You're not going to, I mean, you can't pay for that. And it's just a waste of money. I I think then if you look at that scenario, like Jerry paid Ezekiel Elliott, people here Mm -hmm. now, as much as they love Zeke, there is a big portion of the Dallas Cowboys fandom that thinks that's a bad idea. Like we're Penn Staters, uh, we look yeah. at like uh, like Saquon Barkley. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of money there, but like, is he really worth it in the long run? I, Especially I for the Giants, that's so many holes. Miles Sanders is going to be worth is like that's what you should be paying running backs. Exactly. You get out of a guy like that, also Penn State, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, like the value you get out of a guy like that. That that's what you want your team to be built around. Like exactly. Max fan, I'm not that mad that we were like, all right, Leonard Fournette, we'll see you later. Yeah. Right. Me. It wasn't a bad decision. Yeah, I think that's where you got to find. And that's what the thing about running backs too, right, is everybody says that second contract is where you run into trouble. I mean, historically, mm-hmm. right, Gurley. I think Peterson may be an outlier, but he wasn't the same when he got his big money. Huh. I think, you know, that's what the Titans are thinking about with Henry. Yeah. Um, and then Christian McCaffrey too on the Panthers. And then obviously Zeke Elliott, you know, he, you know, he puts up numbers, but he hasn't been the same really since it feels like the first two years. So I think that's where a lot of teams run into trouble with like, do we pay our running back? People like running backs, but it's like, you know, you can get a, somebody in the draft easily. Also, I'll tell you this, like in with Dallas, the big issue that's not a big sexy issue right now for them is the last three or four years, their identity was the fact that they had the best offensive line, maybe next to the Colts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The and nobody questioned it. You know, and then you lose Zach Martin to you know Guillaume Bray, and then he's or we got it backwards. You have that backwards, not Zach uh, Martin, uh, Travis Frederick. Frederick, the, Travis, yeah, uh, to Guillaume Bray syndrome, and then Tyron, who is only like twenty eight, but he's been in the league since like fifteen. Yeah, it feels like uh, like his body ragged. Yeah, and now that that's that line is you know it's quickly falling apart. Jack and, and Zeke, like you're gonna have no line to protect or block for him. Do you think Jerry Jones understands that, or is he just trying to build superstars from what he can get on his team? I truly think, and it's going to sound morbid, I certainly will not uh, veer into the woods of ever wishing or hoping or expecting, but I truly think he is managing and or GMing in the manner of like, I need this before my time is up. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. 
So and that's and, and that's a shame too because I think the Cowboys have a lot to work with, and I think they're setting it up really poorly. So, what is your what are what is y'all's opinions on the Eagles and the in the status of the Eagles? And I don't mean to veer the topic to a direction we intend to go, but I, no, find, yeah. I find myself defending and or propping up the Eagles as not as bad as everybody here thinks they are. People here think like the Cowboys are so far ahead of the other teams in the NFC East. I'm like, only because of injuries and not by that much. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna let Brad answer that one. You know. Yeah. yeah so. <laughs> Matt's, Matt's actually a Steelers fan, so uh, we had a little, we had a big game last what week. A good week last week. <laughs> hey, I, so this is what I say. So I'm a, I'm a Carson Wentz defender. I will die on that hill, even if I'm the only one there. I think he's very talented. I think the game against mm-hmm. the Steelers proved how talented he was. This is what I'll say about the Eagles that I think people overlook when you talk about the Cowboys and Dak, because that's always the comparison, right? Well, look at De- what Dak's done is the lack of weapons he's had and the lack of offensive line comparatively. So I think the Eagles defense is miles away from where it was when they won the Super Bowl. I think that's a big problem. And then they just haven't drafted well. So a lot of it, I'm putting blame on the GM, Howie Roseman, where a lot of it, I feel like people are just using Carson Wentz as a scapegoat where it's like, he's the only one who's holding the team together. Now, has he been good this year? No, but he's doing the best he can with, what he's been given and he's starting to pick up his play the last two weeks. All right. So how do you, how do you compare that to like having miles Sanders too, as that solid running back, right? That outlet. So at what point do you say Wentz is not doing what he should? I mean, I mean yeah, go ahead. Greg Ward's I'm curious. Number one receiver at the end of the day, like and Travis Fulgham. <laughs> and Fulgham. I'm like, okay. Isn't that crazy? Is that his number one? That's nuts. <laughs> like, no, I, I couldn't have named that guy out of picked him out of a lineup. <laughs> it's crazy. Like Chase Claypool, I know the name at least. I, mm-hmm. like, popping is less of a surprise than again. I don't even know Fulgham's first name. You just said it, and I still have not repented. <laughs> well, they so, signed him off the street two weeks ago. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> so, like Miles Sanders being there, I think that that that's a factor. You know, losing Dallas Goddard, I think that matters just as much as losing Alshon Jeffrey. Realistically, mm-hmm. like when you're running out you know, two, three wide receiver routes, like having the two tight ends that can do what Ertz and, uh, and, and Goddard could do covers that up a little bit and they don't have that ability. And luckily Fulgham's given a little size to counteract that. But I still think the defensive line for the Eagles, when the Cowboys and them play, and I, I guess we're what, two weeks away from that, three weeks away from that until I see whether or not Fletcher Cox is back. Did he, when he pulled up with that hamstring, is he out? Everybody on the Eagles gets hurt. I don't even know. It's like, are you questionable? Yeah. We just, he's got a revolving door. Okay. <laughs> if, if he's playing, I'm, I'm picking Eagles to cover and or win when that game comes around. I'll, I'll mark that now three weeks out. <laughs> well, we'll definitely, we'll definitely have to take a little side bet on that then. Yeah. <laughs> All right. KJ, what do you think about uh, just the own five teams now, like the Texans or the, uh, the, <laughs> I guess Atlanta. Uh, what do you think about them like recovering? Um, oh, five teams. Um, I mean, now with the coaching changes, I don't see much happening with either of those two teams. Um, what do you think about Deshaun? Like just uh, coming in, playing for his job, making a statement for himself next year, maybe. Who Deshaun Watson? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I think he's he's secure. I, I think they will continue to rebuild until his contract is long done and dusted. 
Uh, I think similar to the love that Dak has gotten up here, they love yeah. it. Uh, he does a, a ton of charity stuff, and he he's just an all-around superstar, everything that you could want uh, in that community. So I don't see him going anywhere. It's it's crazy to mention them, and you think of him first and not J.J. Watt. And J.J. Yeah. Watt's play has not really dipped off, but that's just how big of a star Watson's become. And then what do you think about uh, Matt Ryan? Because uh, I know the owner today said they don't know the future of Matt Ryan in Atlanta. Oh, Arthur. Um, <laughs> I, I saw a headline passively that for some reason, I still don't understand why T.I. had a place in saying whether or not Matt Ryan should be staying or going. <laughs> so he can say something. I guess I can. Um, but I, I, I feel like Matt Ryan is Joe Flacco two years ago. Sure. Um, he's better, better weapons than Joe, Joe Flacco ever had. Yeah. Uh, or Flacco ever had. I don't know why I said Flacco, but uh I, I think that it's not entirely on him that he's done less with those weapons because he's always put up numbers. They've just had a terrible time of putting it all together. And it always hasn't been a bad defense or a bad offense. It's just something didn't work. And Dan Quinn, you know, his time ran out. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I think they kind of made a mistake bringing him back. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I mean, it was over last year. I think they just tried to patch something together and see what happened. I think they made a mistake bringing him back. I mean, they're, that team is too talented to be on five. Yeah. It blows my mind that anyone's firing their coach this year though. Uh, it, it really does. And I guess once one team does, then the calls start for everybody. Right. You've got to jump in that water. But I was shocked that anyone that was still in their position, I felt like they were probably safe until this storm blew over basically. And Adam Gase still has his job, which is, of the I think the most shocking story. <laughs> Of the so, who, yeah. so to finish on that eye, who do you have more faith in? The um Giants or the Jets? I guess Giants by million miles. Mm. Giants okay. by a million miles. I don't think the Giants uh, and it may be like my blind faith about the Eagles. I think that the Giants and the Eagles suffer more from injuries, you know, and everybody has those excuses right now, but they don't have the depth, but they suffer more from injuries for why they're bad than incompetency or wrong parts. I think that the players that they have are good. They don't have a big flashy number one. Uh, if they get that at wide receiver and maybe, you know, a serviceable linebacker or D end to go up there, then I think the Giants are, you know, comparable in the NFC East. All right. One last question. Like, AJ, uh, what do you think about just like a guy like Saquon Barkley that's on a team like that? Like, what do you, what's your mentality in that in your career? <laughs> If, if I'm Saquon, I honestly pray every day that they find a wide receiver that takes some attention off of me. Um, for him to come in with having Odell Beckham out there, you you at least had some heat going elsewhere. Um, but for him to lose that security blanket, like they they need help for him to not have that kind of attention. Ebron's doing a little bit, but it ain't or not Ebron. Ingram's doing a little bit, but not, mm -hmm. uh, not enough. Yeah, I, I think that's I think that's definitely smart. I mean, Daniel Daniel Jones. You know, there's questions about him now after you know it's interesting rookie year. But yeah, aside from know. that goal line pick, and I think that might have been against the Eagles or Steelers, like in week two. Uh, I think that he'll 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 be fine. Um, I, again, they're missing parts due to injury. They need linemen. They need wide receivers. But I think he'll be fine. All right. Sounds good, man. Yo, appreciate you coming on, KJ. Hey, I really appreciate the invite. Thanks for thinking of me. I appreciate uh, you guys uh, having me on.
Absolutely. Dude, dude, of course, man. We're going to have you on uh, a little bit later to uh, see how things develop later in the season. It's always interesting. And if you need a sneaky uh, bet to keep your eyes on, uh, I would I would watch yeah. Tulsa this season. Tulsa been, uh, covering okay. and winning a lot of games. And I will say, as an SMU fan, that, you know, maybe Cincy, but really Tulsa's the, mm-hmm. the game that uh, I'm really worried about. So. That's this week too, right? Uh, we have Tulane this week. Tulane, okay. But uh, Tulsa isn't far away. We've got Tulane, Cincy, and then maybe t- Tulsa. Awesome. And where do we follow you on social media? At? Yeah, follow me at KJ Ellis with ones as the L's. As mm-hmm. uh, John mentioned, follow uh, Too Much Dip. Um, it's Too Much Dip with two P's, I believe, on Twitter and Too Much <laughs> Podcast on Instagram. Um, sports, all the things sports adjacent, all that good jazz. Uh, but yeah, otherwise, just hit me up. Awesome, man. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Great. Thank you. <laughs> all right. Thanks, KJ. Appreciate it. I swear to God I wasn't born to fight. Maybe just a little bit. Enough to make me sick of it. But I, I can read between the lines. I want to run from everything, but my legs won't work. It's clear to me. I, I,